Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the podcast. We're back on video form. Uh, the last two weeks we just had a little audio only because Phil was out camping yeah. in the sticks. And oh, camping and no, not good enough signal to yeah, carry just, video and audio. So. The 5G just wasn't quite getting it done or 4G or... Or whatever it happened to be, right? But yep. uh, trip went well. You doing had a good time. Yeah, great time, great time. Yeah. It's always good to get away. One of our uh, favorite relaxation vacations. So it's nice, right next to a, a lake. So we're down at the beach almost every day that the weather permits, at least. So we're going to talk about uh, retirement customization, I suppose. Maybe that's a good way of phrasing that. So yep. Yep. you know, really. You know, there's so many universal truths, Phil, that you know mm-hmm. we talk about all the time that do affect us all in general, right? We're all going to get to retirement age, or at least I hope we are. Uh, but there are unique factors at some point that every situation is going to be different, even if it's a general thing. We all need income, or we all will use Social Security, or whatever. Right, How right. you go about doing it is going to have some customization stuff. So that's going to be the topic this week. We're going to dive into some of that. And, uh, and dissect it. So let's just get rolling. I've got a list of a couple of things here. Uh, we'll sure. just call it five. Uh, well, if we can get to six, we'll get to six. But for the sake of it, we'll call it five. Sure. Um, a planned retirement age. So number one on, on the list of customization. How important is it to actually maybe set a date? It is, is, it could, I guess it's got to be firm, right? I mean, I suppose you could maybe move the, the target a little bit, but how important is it to have a planned retirement age? Um, I mean, it, it's key. Uh, you've got to understand what you know, what is that age to see if it's going to work? You know, I mean, so it's, and it, to your point, I mean, it's not like, oh, wait a minute, you said it was going to be 66 and that's next week. So you have to retire. It's a matter of, and, and I think that's why a lot of times people hesitate maybe to, to even look at financial planning and retirement planning is that they think that, well, I'm going to get put in this box and whatever it says, I've got to do it, you know? So mm-hmm. they, I'm, I'm not, that's not my lifestyle. I don't want to do that. I, I like to live on the, the edge and kind of wing right. it. And just, well, if you're planning it for an age, it's right. just like anything else, then great. You know, if you decide right. to work longer than that, well, that's okay, but yeah. you've already planned, let's say for 66 to use your example, but then you decide, Hey, I'm feeling good or I want to keep working. Well, groovy, but you know, now that the plan still supports it, if you change your mind and you do want to retire, you're right. already good. And, and that's, you know, really to me, what is retirement? Most people think of retirement as I'm done. I'm not working anymore. Right, right. And to me, it's, that's not retirement. I mean, it, that's a version of, but to me, really retirement is working when and if you want to on your own terms, right, you know, so right, yeah. that having that date to say, okay, at whatever it is, I now can financially support my lifestyle with the savings and the income that we have. Right. So now work becomes an option. You know, it, it's something that you can maybe not work that corporate career that at this stage of your life you don't enjoy anymore and you want to go off and do something more fun. You know, something that's maybe been a passion or an interest of yours that, yeah, it's going to generate a little, in, you know, income, but it, it is more about maybe the social aspect of it. And, right. you know, so, yeah, to me, so that's, again, having that date, I think, is important to understand as it work. And if it does, if you do want to keep it, well, then great, keep it. So it's just right. having it, it helps kind of maybe as a, a stepping stone or a launch pad to the right. rest of the plan is saying, okay, by the age of 66, 
I want to have all these, you know, these things in check so that if I pull the trigger to retire at 66, I can. But if I get, if I go to 70, you know, big deal. That's just, I'm just now adding to it or padding the numbers, if you will. Right. Um, and so you mentioned lifestyle and obviously that, you know, the planning, it helps you fund it, helps you think about it. We've talked about that a lot lately. So I'm going to go to risk tolerance instead sure. uh, as for the next piece. Because, for example, I was just talking with an advisor a couple of days ago, Phil, and he had a client who he's had for a couple of years now um, call him recently and say and, and freak out and say, hey, I just saw my statement and I've lost a bunch of money and I'm really stressed out. Do, what do we need to do? Do we need to make a change? And he's very confused by this. And he was like, I don't recall why she would have lost a bunch of money. So he went digging and, uh, and she lost 200 bucks. That was it. Right. So he's like, okay, you only lost $200. I'm not tracking. And she's like, yeah, what are we going to do about this? It's a big deal. So something happened since the last time she had had a review. Right. And it had been, I think he said it had been in a year, you know, it's kind of the normal so it was thing. Years time. Yep. yep. Yeah. And something had happened where her risk tolerance now was off the charts. She, she right. couldn't even, she couldn't even handle losing 200 bucks. It was stressing her out. So that's a huge piece of the customization and it's going to be a moving target. Is it not? three retirement it is it is and that's again it's one of those things that you had mentioned um, kind of the rules of thumb in the beginning of you know concepts around retirement risk tolerance I mean the general concept is I retire oh I've got to be more conservative right um, just from a general planning standpoint which I mean there's some reality to that because yeah your time horizon shorter you're gonna start spending the money right, right. but that doesn't mean we have to take everything and make it more conservative you know because there's other aspects that play into it where we've got to make sure we're keeping up with inflation for instance which is bad right now so yeah. which right I mean we're starting to see yeah inflation is something real it's not this you know one percent around that like it's been for the last several yeah. years and now we That's were wrong not reality. And it might be around for a while so you know. <laughs> yeah yeah it's no longer a trend you know or what are they transitory, uh, transit yeah. transitory yeah it, it, it's well maybe this is real long-term inflation so yeah exactly um but yeah to that point though you still have to be comfortable you know because it doesn't do you any good to, to have an investment plan in place that takes you beyond what you're comfortable with and, and all of a sudden you reach that point of of breaking, so to speak, to say, okay, I, I can't take it, get me out. So, and just like the, the date for the age of the plan to retire, uh, your risk tolerance to start on is not again, fixed in stone. And so no. you might say, well, then why even have a plan if all this stuff has a moving target to it? Well, because again, it's a structure, right? If you're competing right. in a sport or whatever, you've got a game plan, uh, to, you know, a coaching plan or whatever, but they're still moving targets. So you're going to see your, your coach adjust, you know, if you're watching the NFL or NBA or whatever, and the team starts to get behind the coach is going to maybe scrap some of the ideas they initially started with and go to another set of ideas. And this right. is the same thing in that customization of a retirement plan. Okay. Yep. Her risk tolerance changed. So let's make some adjustments. And I mean, to me, there's really two aspects of that to consider. Number one is making sure the client understands risk and where it's positioned. And we've sure. talked a lot about this from our planning standpoint, our approach is we bucketize money. So we've got a soon bucket that is very low risk. And that's where a client's income is coming from. So, you know, if their concern is, well, I'm down by this amount, how is that going to affect my income? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you're down by that amount, but that's in the later bucket. We have 10 or more years that Great point. We, we're not going to use that money. 
you know, so sometimes it's, it's a matter of educating the client to, okay, I understand you're concerned. It's uncomfortable, but let's, let's walk through this. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is, is again, using um, that advisor as a sounding board mm -hmm. because um, decisions made in emotions are, are generally not the right thing. You know, right. so maybe she's concerned, oh, it's down, I've got to get out. Well, okay, I understand markets do go through some volatility. You know, how are we positioned for long term? You know, is this more of a long term trend? Should I be concerned? Are there changes we need to make for that? Yeah. And you I think know, it was so, a few days ago when we had a few uh, a few down days in a row. Yep. Uh, yeah, end, with, end of the yeah. month was not really good, so No, not very good. Yeah, exactly. So that kind of thing, you know, tends to tends to pop up, but you know, those ebbs and flows happen and so if it didn't bother you 3 months ago when it happened and it bothered you today, what changed, right? Right. So ask What changed yourself, either personally or, you know, market-wise and then how did that affect your plan? Is there something we need to change or is it just a matter of revisiting it again and bringing your comfort level back in, in line. And with I think the oftentimes, though, Phil, it probably more than not, it is what changed for you personally, right? Especially right. if it's that quick yep. uh, or that kind of a scenario. So something changed within the dining. And that's okay because life's going right, to happen. Absolutely. Yep, you know, absolutely. so uh, Murphy's going to show up and, and mess up your day at least all a few the time. <laughs> so uh, let's go to number the, the third one here that we're doing, and that's uh, longevity or family health history. Mm -hmm. um, again, that's going to factor into that customization part of it. But how so? Because, I mean, you can look at it, right, and say, okay, well, you do have longevity on your side or you don't have longevity on your side. Right. How do you use that as, a, as just a part of the planning process? Well, I mean, in the very beginning, that, that piece of it plays into a lot of decisions you're making. <clears throat> Social Security, probably the, the biggest piece of it is, okay. you know, what strategy are we going to use for Social Security? You know, and, and a lot of that's going to tie into longevity. You know, if, if your life expectancy is longer, 85, 90, something like that, it's probably going to be a different strategy than if, unfortunately, you have some illness that has a shorter life expectancy. You know, in that case, it's probably going to have a different strategy as it relates to Social Security taxes. I mean, there's all sorts of, for a married couple right. especially, all sorts of factors that we have to, to consider from a, a longevity standpoint, because as a married couple today, you're filing jointly. When either spouse passes, all that changes, and that surviving spouse now becomes single, and tax rates all get compressed. It's the same rate, so I should say the brackets get compressed. So... Okay. Because like if you're thinking about longevity or health history, especially mm -hmm. family indicators, um, if you if all the men in your family are passing away in their you know early 60s yep. and you're like, well, okay, so I'm sitting down with the advisor to say, yeah, let's go ahead and plan to do this. I'm going to retire by 60 because I'm not going to make it much past that or whatever. That You start to get in a slippery slope a bit of, yes. I think it's fine if you want to plan that way, just in case you are correct. But also plan for still still some longevity yes. in case you're incorrect and also just for your for your spouse if you're married because I'm in I'm in that camp Phil and we've talked about that here before on the show uh, I don't expect to probably live past 70 my family health history probably says that won't be the case but I'm financially going to make sure that I plan to cuz I don't want to be 75 and broke right absolutely yeah so longevity is a, a real tricky piece you don't want to underestimate it for Undercut sure cut it yeah you know, because what happens if you happen to have the gene that you're going to live longer than the family history? 
Yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm the one I'm the one male that makes it to 90. Right. right. Yeah. You didn't hit, you know, you didn't get that, whatever the gene was that, that, you know, and, and all of a sudden now you're, yeah, you've outlived everyone. Yeah. Um, so what's that look like? You know? So again, it's one of those things you, you always want to plan that direction. Um, mm -hmm. looking at what the risks are, if something were to happen early too, you know, yeah. so you're kind of covered on both ends. Yeah. You know, on the flip side of that though, is, is, I mean, you can plan for too long of a longevity. I mean, I've, you know, some, some advisors plan to, oh, we're going to live to a hundred, you know, which I'm not saying let's not do that. I'm just sure, saying right. something to consider. Right. So is it going to happen? It absolutely can. There's a lot. Good, sure. The, the, the demographic of the centurions, those living to age a hundred or beyond yeah. is the fastest growing demographic today. So there's more yeah. and more people making it there. You know, but what's it's funny, still Phil, a very, very small percentage. It's still a very small chance. But, you know, I was thinking about what's funny. You and I will probably be gone, but in about 30 years or 40 years or something like that, it'll be, uh, you know, the fastest, you know, growing demographic is the 110. Right. Oh, or the one fifteen, I mean, you know, yeah. and it's gonna be like mind blowing to think like, do I want to live to hundred and fifteen? I don't you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Yes, the longevity is really tricky because it, it's one of those things that it can cause problems on both ends, right? If you plan too short and you live beyond it, that's not a good scenario because right. I ran out of money. Now what? It's you know? a so it's it, the fickle it, fine line. Yeah. It is. It, it's yeah. tough. It's something to consider. You've got to look at both ends of it, but then yeah, it, it's well it's, if you are in that is, spot. If you are in that spot, that it could walk you into my next one, number four, which is well, okay, legacy. Right, so, absolutely. And, and so maybe you end up leaving more than you might have wanted to, because to your illustration just a second ago. But I think if you want to talk about legacy overall, first of all, you and the spouse have got to get on the same page about right, what right. it is that you want to do. Oftentimes, yep. we'll definitely, you know, not well, maybe not often, but we do see cases where one, you know, wants to leave as much as possible to the kids, and the other, you know doesn't really care to do all that. Hey, we earned it. We let's have some fun. Let's not right. sacrifice ourselves. I think most people hopefully fall into the let's not sacrifice our own retirement first and whatever's left, right. you know, we'll kind of we'll kind of give to the kids. I was teasing my daughter the other day, Phil, uh, since the last time you and I talked, she uh, she ranked up in the Navy, so she moved up another class. So nice. I was very proud and kudos to her. She's making she's killing it. At 24, she's doing way better than I was doing at 24. So I was joking with her and I said, I'm not leaving you anything. Uh, your mom and I are going to spend it all, you know? And she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't get carried away, you know? And, uh, and so we kind of had a little fun bantering back and forth. But to that point, you know, if your kids are in great shape and they're, they're doing a good job, you know, how important is leaving a legacy to you? Right. And I mean, to your point is it's something that we discuss with every client, you know, what is that desire look like? And sometimes it's the first time a married couple, they've talked about it. And, and a lot of times one <laughs> they've spouse avoided is like, it, yeah. well, you know, I want to leave, they got to leave the kids something, you know, because yeah. my parents left me something or because they didn't. And I don't want to, you know, be yeah. in that scenario. So I want to make sure. And the other spouse is like, are you kidding me? I'm going to leave my credit card bill, man. I'm spending it all. There's going to be nothing left. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to leave my credit I, I got to remember that one. I'm going to tell her I'm leaving you a credit card bill. That's so good. It, it's something to consider, you know, but yeah. to your point, exactly. I mean, most of the clients that I work with are in that point to, you know, Hey, if, if there's something left, great, but I'm not short changing my retirement yeah. so that there's something there. I feel you like know, most right. of us should be there. I feel like that's a, I think that's a healthy place, you know, yeah. I think for most people to be in, I think that's a good, healthy spot to, mm -hmm. to kind of settle on as a couple and say, look, whatever's left, then we give yep. it to them. Right. Yep. And, and again, if you do specifically want to leave a legacy, make sure your advisor understands that because oh, there's, sure. there's ways then 
that we can build that into a plan to either absolutely make sure it's going to happen. Typically through life insurance is probably right. the best vehicle because be that's a guarantee yeah. and be efficient and kind of carve that piece off to say, okay, well here, we've got that covered. Right. So this is what's left for you guys to spend. And, and interestingly <laughs> enough, sometimes when you start walking through that, that process, you know, you start to realize, well, well wait a minute to, for me to leave that. I only get to spend this. Well, forget it. That's, you know, okay. that's not okay. what I want. Fair point. Which again, yeah. it's, it's education. It's understanding and run the numbers. All right. I mean, yeah. we talk about it all the time. You've got to do the math, run the numbers wait, to see what does it look I, like? You know, I, I'm leaving them a million and I'm only spending like 400,000. Whoa, pump the brake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like, let's, I, maybe, let's change this. Yeah. I, I have that discussion a lot with clients who were running through the numbers and we're looking at it and they're like, what's that number down there that how much do I have? I'm, I'm not leaving that. What, what can we do to change that? <laughs> right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So don't no. beat yourself up because it's, you know, you earned it, man, have fun with it and do whatever yep. it is that you want to do. And maybe you want to break that up. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's just so many ways to kind of look at that whole legacy piece that I, I think it's, again, you got to come at it, all of this from a good, healthy spot. Uh, right. And that really ties us into that last one. And then we'll wrap it up. And it's just really, you mentioned it earlier, feelings and emotions, typically not our best friend when it comes to making financial decisions. And if we don't get ourselves into a good, healthy spot with that, then we, that's where we want kind of walk into, you know, making bad choices or bad scenarios and so on right. and so forth. And that sounding board that is an advisor, call it cliche all you want, but it's true because Phil, you know, if you're just working with like a, like a broker or somebody or somebody's just kind of handling just your buying and selling or whatever, you can't really call them up and, and tell like the story I was just, just sharing with you. I can't really, I couldn't call you up and say, Hey, Phil, you know what? The kid's killing it. She's going to be a career, you know, uh, military person. Yep. Uh, I want to, ch I want to pare down the legacy because Kim and I want to do some other things or whatever. Sure. Right. That's, that's the relationship that you get when you have that team, basically, whether it's an individual or a big firm, either way, you know, find the fit that's for you so that you yep. get the relationship that you need. Yeah. And that's the key with, with a, a financial advisor. I mean, if you're truly working with an advisor, they should have put a plan together and they can help you walk through some of these decisions versus a broker or somebody that's just doing the investments. You know, they're, they're not looking at Here's anything. Here's the form cookie for, cutter thing. Boom. Right. Right. You know, 4% a year, whatever the, the number is that they're using that kind of a concept, not really doing a, a full long-term plan. Mm -hmm. and something that's nimble and can change along the way. I mean, I worked with a client the other day, came in and said, he's a car buff and this great opportunity come up. He's always wanted this Porsche 911 and oh. unbelievable deal came up to buy one. You yeah. know, where, where can I get 40 grand? Can I, does that work? And yeah, oh, sure. So, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, Here's so what's a part of the plan, right? So we it was, you no, have, to, we you never, have to massage it. Yeah. Yep. We never talked about it in the beginning, but in their case, they did have enough and, and we could work the numbers. So he's like, Great, let's do it. I said, okay, well, hold on. It's going to take a couple of days to create the cash. You know, we can have the account money in your account by Friday, probably. But right, right. You know, so, but to, to your point, I mean, it's something that he was able to talk through it with me to know, okay, we're not going to destroy the plan. This isn't money you planned on living on next year. Right. We didn't plan on it, but the flexibility is there. Yeah, let's do it. We can do that. So if you call up the robo advisor, well, it's just, were you taking the money from yes or no? 
Right. They're going to say, oh, yeah, you want 40? I can get you 40. You know, yeah. they're not going to tell you long term. Well, what's the effect on my plan? Right. Well, by the way, taking the 40 might, you know, cause you a problem, you know, in six years or whatever. And, and maybe it won't, but you're not going to get that feedback. Right. Right. Or that Yours, longevity we talked yeah. about. Well, you know, yeah, we had you running out at 90, but now it's only going to be 85. So we got to oh, look at, you know. <laughs> yeah. Great point. Yeah. That's and that's probably a lot of times where it happens. Right. If right. you if you pull out for some toys or whatever the case is and you didn't really plan it through very well or or look at the right strategy to do that. Maybe it affects you on the back end, and and, yeah, uh, yeah. and maybe you have time to fix it, but maybe you don't. So yeah, and that's really emotions and money. There, I, I see kind of two extremes in retirement. Mm -hmm. The the first is the the client that as they get to retirement, they're just reluctant to spend the money, you yeah, know, because yeah. they've never spent it. You've done nothing but save all your life, and it's a mind shift. It it takes yeah. a while to get into it. Yeah, and we've definitely you know, done podcasts on those folks. So yep. definitely go back and check some of those if you haven't subscribed to us. Uh, definitely feel free to do so because customization is king in a lot Absolutely. of things in life. It certainly is the case here. Uh, Phil's word was nimble. I like that. That's a yep. good way to think about it. Uh, you can have a plan. And a plan means a strategy. And sometimes people, I think, think of a plan as this rigid box, but yep. you really want a good nimble plan. I like that word. And that way it allows you to ebb and flow. So maybe you set the retirement date at 72, uh, but you need to, you know, you need to move it up to 70. You make the adjustments accordingly, or you set it for 66, but you feel great and you want to work to 75, yep. whatever that's being nimble, right? So all of that kind of stuff factors in, and that's why working with an advisor is, you know, just really kind of helps you get all that stuff in place. So hopefully you learned something new. Hopefully you picked up a useful nugget or two. If you did, you know, great. Then feel free to subscribe to the, to the show on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, can't talk today, YouTube, whatever platform you like to use. You can find it all at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Uh, and hit that subscribe button, that heart button, and we appreciate it. Phil, my friend, thanks for hanging out. Glad you're back in the office. Are you glad to be back in the office? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's always good to get away, but it's good to come back too. So Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So we'll uh, we'll catch you later. You go, folks. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.